Welcome back to the 24 podcast, the unofficial podcast for Fox's award-winning show 24. And so my name is Josh Rivers, joined again with Mark Sievercrop. How's it going, Josh? Doing great. You know, I have to say, I, I want to just point it out that we are also the only podcast that has been preparing you for 24 for the last eight months. That is true. There will be others now, I'm sure, that will jump on the bandwagon, but we are the original. And uh, yeah. So not only do we have your 24 LED covered, we also have recaps of all eight seasons covered. So That is absolutely correct, which you can get all that, all that information if you go to the24podcast.com. Take that, so, imitators. And they <laughs> take that. <laughs> I don't know if we could call them imitators, but anyway. <laughs> I, think, I think we can. But anyway, um, but yeah, so it, it's all there and it's categorized so you can search it by season and all that kind of good stuff. You just want to go to a certain season, yeah. kind of recap over that. And so definitely would love for people to be able to do that. And so today we are obviously going to be going back and reviewing over the first two episodes now yes. of Live Another Day. Woo-hoo. And so I was able to watch it live, which I I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to or not, but uh, we made it work. And so we sent our kids to the other room with our <laughs> phones for them to play games while we <laughs> watched. <laughs> Very nice. I was, at a, I was at a meeting last night and I don't have TV, so I watched it on Hulu Plus this morning. But um I, I I think I tweeted it, but I was like, okay, time to not look at Twitter, because <laughs> <laughs> I knew if I did that uh, I would get all sorts of spoilers that I didn't want to see. So I watched it this morning and uh, got up bright and bright and early so I could watch it before recording this. And yeah, yeah I cause... I was excited. It's been it's been fun. I have to say, one of the coolest things has been the last week seeing Twenty Four everywhere again. Yes. And so uh, this morning, uh, as of the time that we were recording this, um, the hashtag um, 24LED is the number two trending tweet uh, hashtag and so yes. on Twitter. And so it is all over the place. And actually, thinking of Twitter, our, um, our Twitter account um, at the 24 podcast has gotten almost 100 new nice. uh, followers um here in the last week and at least 50 of them since last night and so very cool yeah so welcome I, welcome to all of you yeah so my phone's been going crazy just <laughs> just beeping so i love it so you uh, keep thank your phone. you and so if you so have not <laughs> do you have to keep your phone plugged in so it doesn't die from all the updates i know and so, uh, so yeah, so definitely appreciative of that. We did get um, someone that sent in some feedback, um, which you can do by going to the 24podcast.com forward slash feedback. This is from Joey Crummel. And he says, I cried during the last episode of 24 as Jack was going off the grid. So it's nice to see Chloe and Jack back together again in my living room. As did we, Joey. As oh, we. yes. And so I, I thought it was great the way, I mean, that that's how season eight ended. And it's almost how season nine started. Um, yes. At, at least uh, kind of leading up to that. I mean, the entire purpose of what Jack was doing was to get back and save Chloe. And so Chloe saved Jack at the end of season eight. And at the beginning of season nine, Jack was saving Chloe. That's true. So very good way, I think, to be able to bring it in. And so uh, another thing that I thought uh, we probably should have 
plan some of this out, Mark. But what are we oh, planning? Well. We don't need to plan anything. Yeah, like Jack, we shoot so, from the hip. Um, but uh, but anyway, yeah. So we'll just kind of talk about uh, some of the different moments and characters and yeah. things like that. One of the first things I wanted to mention, though, um, or take note of, um, and I know others have made mention of this too, is the fact that Jack did not talk. Yes. At all for the first like forty minutes. Right. Um, and so I mean, just creating that intense suspense as far as what's going on. Um yep. and, and there's actually a couple thoughts that I that I had um about halfway through this. And so as Jack was getting um taken down to the um I just lost the name of it, the special Special oh, no not special operations. What was it? I can't think of it. I know what you're talking about. It's like special interrogations or something. Or pe- yeah, special interrogations, something like that. Uh, it was something flowery kind of sounding to make it not so... Something flowery. <laughs> <laughs> Which but is anyway. funny because everybody knew what it was. Well, yes. And so especially everyone watching 24 understands right. what that is. Right. And so anyway, so as he's being um, transferred to that and as Kate is being um, escorted out, um, and so at this point, Jack never says anything. And also, Jack pushes a button on his wrist. Yeah, what was and, that? He did it a couple times. Well, well, he was uh, signaling to the uh, to yeah. his uh, partner. But was his, it embedded uh, in his skin or something? That's what it looked like. And and yeah. so it's so on my mind. My mind goes kind of weird sometimes. And so I said, we got this robot that looks like Jack. <laughs> and then and then they show this scene with Kate that that all of a sudden she like jacks up the the guy that's escorting her and and then she she like knocks him out and and goes hides and so i i said what so we got this robot that looks like jack and then jack is actually inside the body of kate and so (laughs) (laughs) but i I thought that was pretty cool no it was i was i was like when he did it the first time i'm like what in the heck was that thing and it's like (laughs) oh some sort of button because it had the telltale button sound you know yeah yeah, so so um, yeah, so he had some kind of uh thing implanted, embedded into his skin so that he could signal his location. Um I I think it was I mean it looked like it was signaling his location because they kind of showed a screen that kind of uh started to blink or whatever whenever he did that. Um and so I think that signaled to the guy which which part of the grid to turn off. Um and so that way he can be able to make his escape and the next one to where he could put that grenade launcher to be able to create that exit. And so if there is no door, make one. And so. Yes, it was. I don't know. I'm trying to think what the most exciting thing was for me. You know what surprised me the most? Can I share with you what surprised me the most? Sure. May I do that? Um, President Heller. Yes. Did anybody expect him to have Alzheimer's? Was it actually Alzheimer's? That's what it seems like because he's losing his memory. And he said when he was in the uh, limo with um, Audrey, he says it's not just the memory. It's losing a part of myself or something like that. So it seems like it's like early onset Alzheimer's. Okay. But I did not expect that at all. That threw me. They kept that that, under wraps pretty well. Yeah, that that, that, uh, puts an entirely different loop on a lot of the situation. Um, Yeah. But um, but anyway, kind of going back to the idea of Jack not speaking, um, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, um, I wasn't taking notes while I was watching. I was too um, involved in watching. <laughs> uh, but anyway, but anyway, I, I, it crossed I think, my mind, but I was like, you know, you cannot take your eyes off Jack for a second. You will miss something. Yes. And so I think the very first words he said was, 
was right after he escapes, he has the gun, the guy opens the door, and he says, take me to her. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I love the line right after that, which was in the previews, where he said, you know who I am, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you trigger an alarm, I will kill you. No, I will blow your head off, I think was what he said. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then and then he gets in there and rescues Chloe, and that that, that was definitely um, a very, very intense the whole the whole setup and so i think they did a really good job being able to do that and so um so what do you think of uh we already mentioned heller so what do you think about him and his situation and um i guess we can look at the whole presidential um area there so with audrey and then as well as um Bordreau or whatever how is well so we had a lot of conversation, and Joel had mentioned this a few times. Joel Wood, one of our, our co-hosts, he uh, had mentioned that he thought that Boudreaux – am I saying that? Boudreaux? Boudreaux? Boudreaux, something like that. Boudreaux. Sorry, that's a term we use I, at work too, so it throws me off when we say it. But um, he had mentioned that he thought he was going to be a traitor. I don't think he's going to be a traitor unless, I, unless he really, really throws me off. I, I don't think he is. I think he legitimately wants what's best for Audrey and, and for the president. Yeah, I, I I I was thinking that too. I'm not totally writing him off as being innocent because <laughs> you can't write anybody off in 24. But but yeah, so as, as we were watching, I was getting the the idea um, that I I think what he's doing though is that he's putting his personal affairs yes. ahead of what's best for, for the country, and so I, I I think that's more of what he's doing, and so I think I think in, to a degree he is kind of protecting, trying to protect the protect president, right? Um, because I mean he's obviously starting to make some mistakes and things like that, so I, I think he wants to kind of keep that under wraps, um, right? But at the same time, I think he's trying to put his own personal um, vendetta um, against Jack, and so I, I think it's more just a personal thing trying to try to get him than it is that he's kind of like behind any kind of attack or anything like that. But yeah, you never know. I agree. I think, I think that's where it's going to come into play is he's going to, you know, like he told the one guy, his assistant there, you know, as long as Audrey lives, she will never hear the name Jack Bauer, mm -hmm. which I really don't think is going to happen. No, I, I'm sorry, but she's, I, I give, I give it another hour maybe. <laughs> Before she knows that Jack Bauer's in London, <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, well, at the end they showed some of the um, prequels for the. I don't know if it's for the the next episode, but at least something that's coming up, and that it does mm -hmm. get revealed um, to Heller, and it looked like Audrey was standing there as well. That Jack is there, and Good. so because um, someone they're saying something about someone taking hostages, and it says who's taking hostages, and it says Jack Bauer. <laughs> Yeah. So, One, so I'm I'm a, I'm curious, um, and I'm sure we'll find out soon enough. I'm curious what Heller's response is going to be um, to that. Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm kind of curious too. And so I I don't know. He doesn't seem to be. He seems more docile in in LED. He does. Um, yes, but but then again, I mean, when he was preparing for his speech, he was getting a little fired up while he was yes. doing that. So I don't know. And so maybe he's. He's just learned a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, I guess at the end of season, what was that, six? I guess he was kind of docile there at the end because, I mean, he wasn't yelling or screaming. He was very calm. So mm -hmm. I don't know. But anyway, it's it's not 
it's not quite what I was expecting. I was expecting more of the heller of season four and five. Right. He's still there, though. He, um, I, uh, I, I think being president mellows you. I think you're right. I think it makes you start, you know, perspective looking. Yeah, it gives you perspective for sure. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. He's he's still the same guy. I what really, um, when he's saying that he's gonna go go before parliament, um, when he walks out of the room after the uh the prime minister leaves, and he says, you know, um, well, first off, when you have the you know, make sure that the pilot's here. I want him, you know, give the royal guard access to him. And and that whole that whole um, scene was very reminiscent to me of when he was determined to go talk to Charles Logan. Um, yeah, it, it was that same fire. It was that same determination that, you know, I'm going to do what's right. And, you know, politics be damned, basically. Um, and I think that's where he and Bo- or Bourdieu are going to kind of have some some running ins is going to be that typical chief of staff thing where it's like, hey, think about the politics of this and everybody else is going to be saying or he's going to be saying, no, this is right and this is what I'm going to do and that's just the way it is. Um, so I, I was really happy to see that. I, I remember back when he was uh, confronting Logan, I didn't like that about him. And I'm like, you know, you know, Secretary Heller, you're ruining things. Mm-hmm. Um, but now when I see him do it, I'm like, yes, that's the Secretary Heller we like. Yes. <laughs> Because, you know, it's really impressive. And, and the way that they address his Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever it is that he has is is impressive mm-hmm. um, to me because, you know, he, he slips up a couple times. And the first time you catch it is when he mentions Franklin Roosevelt instead of Theodore. Right. And at that point when, when uh, Bourdieu tells him that he was wrong, at first my thought was, wow, Bourdieu is one of those guys. He's yeah. nitpicky. He's, you know, he's just one <laughs> of those guys. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Just like this nerd that knows everything. I loved his con- I loved Heller's comment back. You know, when we're done here, you're gonna have a spot on Jeopardy or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> but but then it was right after that that you realize that the reason he was pointing that out is the fact that you know Heller does have Alzheimer's or has something early as onset on Alzheimer's or something mm-hmm. um, that's causing him to have some issues. But it's pretty intense. I um. It was really intense watching the debate prep when he's preparing to go before Parliament, and Bourdieu is just pressing him and pressing him and pressing him, and he he misstates the number of people uh, that were killed in that drone attack. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, and and right then I noticed because Audrey starts telling Mark to stop. You know, she's like, "Okay, that's enough." <laughs> you know, basically, and he keeps pushing. Right. And I wonder if that's going to be part of the strain between Mark and Audrey, is. Mark trying to do his job, but also at the same time, you know, he's having to realize that, you know, the president's his father-in-law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never work, never mix work and, and family. Can I just say that? Yeah. It's not a good thing. It's not going to work out. Yeah. You could definitely see that there is a strain between the three of them. Um, well, maybe not so much between Heller and Audrey, but between Bordeaux and the other two and so yes so you can definitely see that there's something there and so I mean you just see um I mean obviously between him and Heller there's there's that contention of Heller saying hey just leave me alone and then Audrey saying too hey we just have to get him through this day basically and then mm-hmm. and then we'll go back and then we'll do what we need to do so we just need to get through get this treaty taken care of and then and then we'll worry about this and so well and the way she said that, it makes me wonder if Heller has plans of announcing after 
after this trip announcing that he has Alzheimer's or something like that. Uh, because Good. Audrey makes that comment, you know, we're going to, we'll get through this trip. We just got to get him through this trip. And then Heller makes the comment, you know, when she says, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to make sure I'm going to make this treaty work or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that makes me wonder if he has some plans of when he gets back, either letting the country know or just resigning because of it or what, which would lead you to believe it's farther along than perhaps they're leading, he's leading on. Which yeah. he did say it was advancing a lot quicker than the doctor said it would. Right. Uh, so, no, that was, I think that was kind of the bombshell of the whole thing, really. Yeah, that uh, definitely took me by surprise. You know, we knew that Chloe was going to be working with Adrian Cross. We knew that Jack was a fugitive. We knew those things. But Heller having Alzheimer's or whatever it is that he has was different. That was mm-hmm. something that I hadn't, hadn't expected to see. So, so what do you think about Adrian Cross now that we've been able to see him uh quote unquote in action because i kind of mentioned that maybe he's a bad guy but i personally i'm not so sure i think he may be just just be there for the free free spread of the news or whatever information i think i think adrian cross who he is i think is somewhere between what he thinks he is and somewhere between what jack thinks he is i think it's somewhere in the middle i don't think he's the complete terrorist at least in intent that jack thinks he is but i don't think he's completely innocent as he thinks he is does that make sense yeah yeah true because i mean somewhere in the middle because jack did make the the statement that it's that what he's doing is not benign yes um but i don't think that he's i don't think he's like cooperating with terrorists or anything but i mean obviously what he's doing is aiding them um indirectly at least and so but yeah i don't think he's at least at least at this point but then again um, with Yates killed, um, which we'll come back to that thought here in a minute too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but with him killed, they're probably going to be looking for someone else. Um, and Adrian Cross right. could be that person. Um, right. Chloe could be that person that they try to come after to be able to put this back together. Um, yes. So that's kind of what I'm thinking at least um, for that. Now with Yates... Um, I, I think I think that that scene where when he was killed, I think that that was awesome. shows. <laughs> yes, um, I think that shows the exact reason why the CTU agents, Jack Bauer and all of them never go to the bathroom. <laughs> that, that's a good point. I had not thought about that. That is the reason for eight seasons. <laughs> we have never seen Jack Bauer have to go to the bathroom. Because, because if you think about it, I mean, every time that I mean, anytime you see like in the. And the old CTU or whatever, they're in the bathroom or whatever. What is it? It's always involved with, mm-hmm. with, um, with, with someone contact one of the bowls or whatever contacting right. their person or whatever or some kind of mugging yapping or, and so, so I mean it. It's never a good thing that, that that happens. And so I mean they probably just stay away from the bathrooms altogether right. because of that because hey, you go in the bathroom you might get killed. Right. <laughs> That's true. I hadn't thought about that. And you know it's funny. I, I was right back in the twenty four mode. Um, when when she walks into the bathroom, I was like, "Oh, this isn't good. <laughs> She's yeah. not who she says she is." And and isn't she, if I remember right, from what I've seen of previews and whatnot, isn't that um, Margot's daughter? Yes, and actually they reveal yes. that. Um, oh, at the yeah, end. that's right. right. Um, and so because she's on the phone saying, "Hey, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah," he said he was kind of looking at other buyers, and so mm-hmm. I had to take care of them. Come home to mom. Yeah, mama's waiting, and so yeah. No, that was uh, 
that was surprised. Well, I don't know if I was surprised or not, but I have to say too, as, as we're talking about, um, as, I guess as we're talking about 24 period, but as I'm watching this, it did not feel like it had been, you know, what, two years, three years, whatever it's been, four years since 24 was off the air. It does not feel like that long. It feels like I've always been watching it. Well, that's probably because of the last that's eight true. months. We have been always watching it. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like it yeah. just felt it just felt natural that there was a new twenty four, and I'd seen them all, and so it's like, wow, this is cool. You know, it it really did feel like twenty four, which I think is impressive with it being as long as it has been, and with there being a completely new cast. Save, well, I guess we had four characters that were previous, but um, you know, lots of new people, new set, new location. It still felt like twenty four, new country, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's really, uh, really neat that they were able to do that. And, you know, I think it, I just saw, I was just checking on Twitter here and uh, 24 on Fox just posted and asked if uh, 24 led premiere was everything you'd hoped it would be. And I, I would have to say it was, um, you know, it really drew me back into the storyline of 24 very quickly and, and very naturally. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I, um, I, I was actually listening to one of the other podcasts there's another uh, podcast. There is another. Or there's at least one. I think there's at what? least two others. But anyway, I, I, I found one. They actually followed us on Twitter. Yeah, nice. And that's how I found them. But anyway, Bless so. Bless their hearts. Um, so just out of curiosity, I listened. Um, and one of the things that they uh, mentioned is, um, oh, my mind just went blank. <laughs> I'll have to come back to that. But anyway. So yeah, I'll have to come back to that. <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? I do. Yeah. Uh, why we're Why we're talking? I'm checking. I'm just watching 24 LED. The hashtag just go crazy on Twitter. Still right now, like live as we're as we're recording this. And uh, Kiefer Sutherland just posted. Uh, can I share this real quick? Oh yes. Uh, Kiefer just said, uh, "Back to work early, and I can't thank you enough for all the kind messages. It's just started and only going to get better. I promise." And when Jack Bauer promises something, oh yeah, he follows through. So. Um, you know, that's neat to, um, you know, to hear their back to recording and filming and, and whatnot. And, you know, I was watching all the, the pictures, just a side note here of the premiere this last weekend. And I was bummed. I wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh man. But, um, what about, uh, what, what do you think of, uh, Kate Morgan? I think she's, I think she's pretty good. And so I think they're trying to recreate Renee, um, a little bit in a way. But um, I mean, obviously, obviously she's not, and so I mean, she's um, she's starting off more like Jack, whereas Renee just kind of turned into Jack. Um, yeah. And so um, I, and so yeah, she's she's definitely, and she has um, she has her little Chloe um, on the side um, as well. That um, I can't remember his name. I'm sure he, yeah. I'm sure he has a name or whatever. So after she broke out. Um, she contacted him and says, "Hey, broke break uh, protocol for me and do this and and so and he complied, and so. Um, but anyway, so uh, so I, I've heard uh, I've heard some some things or read some things that uh, said that maybe they're setting it up for her to kind of become the new Jack. I don't know, but yeah, but I mean yeah, they, I they they always have that in in most of the seasons where there's someone there where it's right. like, uh, could they?" Um, so, so, I mean, I, I think she could. And so, I mean, I think she has that caliber or at least the potential for that caliber to where she could, could be like that. And so I think Jack realized that as well, um, during that interaction they had in the, 
um, parking garage, which um, which uh, it's unique when you whenever you see Jack actually hit a woman. Yeah, it's well, th- I loved right before that, like she like tried to catch their attention, mm-hmm. and Jack's like that was a mistake and headbuster. I was like, nice. It's like she won't do that again. She'll learn. But you know, I I was impressed with her. Um, you know, I she kind of was pushing the limits a little bit at the beginning, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is kind of Jackish. But then um, when she like attacks the guard and tases him, I'm like, oh, she is totally Jack Bauer. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> That's totally something Jack would have done. And and the fact that she was right. I mean, um, oh. you know, I, I think it's an interesting dynamic having someone like her in the CIA chasing Jack. Because she obviously still thinks he's a traitor. He obviously, she obviously still thinks he's a you know a terrorist mm-hmm. or a criminal. But at the same time, she's willing to do a lot of the same things that Jack is willing to do. Right. So no, no, no. When um, the thought just came to me, I I, I don't remember. Um, maybe you remember. You just watched it, but maybe you weren't paying attention either. Um, <laughs> the guy that she tasered did, was he wearing a red jacket? He was not. They were in white. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was not one of the CTU ones. Just wondering. And so. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm going to keep sharing stuff from Twitter if you don't mind, um, because it's funny. Uh, somebody just posted and I thought this was funny. It says, Jack Bauer has a BA in English lit, so don't say the liberal arts can't get you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, we got a response. I, I tweeted out, asked people what their favorite thing on um on the new season was as, as we were talking here and um from uh let's see what can i find her name i don't know if she has her name on here um mm, nope it doesn't but uh it is at oh emma yes at etc 4020 and um she's actually in london and she said didn't expect chloe to make such an extreme entrance loving the changes uh mary lynn has gone through hooked already mm-hmm. um you know i I kind of want, I kind of thought that Jack and Chloe might be on opposite sides a little bit longer. Yeah, they yeah, very the, quickly were back to their normal selves, and <laughs> yeah, I, I think the conflict between them was exaggerated. I think so too, because it, it didn't it didn't seem so bad, at least not yet. Um, and so, I mean, there's there's obviously a little tension there, but I mean, if you look back through the history, there's always been some tension. Yeah, um, about true. something. Um, but, but at the same time you can see, I mean, they don't, it doesn't stop them from helping each other. Right. And so, well, you had, um, there's a few interesting things, um, that in their relationship. And the first one was when Jack's accomplice said, you know, why didn't you just ask her to help? And he's like, I can't, I couldn't take her, you know, I couldn't risk that she would say no. Um, but then, you know, you get there and Chloe just looks at him and says, Jack, we're friends. If you would have asked, I would have helped you. Yeah, and actually, just before that too, he he had uh, told his accomplice. He says, "I have no friends." Yes, and and, so, um, and and that's probably just how Jack feels. And so, I mean, obviously, right. he does still have friends, obviously, and Chloe, but he just feels like he doesn't because I mean, he's been on his own for right. the last four years, and so. Well, and and I think I think you're right. I think they did kind of blow out of proportion. And I don't even know if they blew out of proportion uh, that Chloe and Jack were on opposite sides. I think it just kind of took on a mind of its own because we heard that she was working with Adrian Cross um, and she was for this hacker group now. And so I think we all just kind of assumed yeah, maybe. that Jack and Chloe were going to be on opposite sides. And it was funny, though. <laughs> I loved when, when uh, Jack and Chloe were talking and 
Chloe's doing her whole, you know, you, you know, do you think everybody, everything's going to be okay and you'll be able to go home, go home to your daughter? And he's like, no, there's no going back for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she starts saying something about, you know, the government and how they betrayed us. And, you know, Heller and Audrey are part of the same group that betrayed her and Jack. And I love Jack's line when he turns around and he says, I see you speaking, but all I hear is Adrian Cross. <laughs> yes, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the funny, if you watch her, she just stops. And she's like, oh, wow. Yeah. It, it was almost like she was thinking, wow, you're right. She was going to try to say something, and then she stopped. And yeah, so, I think her um, response was, you don't – you." Uh, what what did she say? She was like, um, you don't have the right to judge me or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but, not, yeah. not after everything I've been through or whatever. Right. But yeah, so I mean – and actually kind of thinking of Chloe, I mean um, we kind of talked about this. I don't remember if it was last episode, but um, sometime in the recent past, we've talked about Chloe as far as um, – as far as her role and so i i think it was i think i made mention of it. i don't remember what your position was but before i had said something to the effect of that she may be just working with the group to try to get more information so that she can be able to um make a move or whatever to be able to act on yeah. it um and so I, i'm still kind of wondering and so especially with that scene there with jack and so saying that that basically that's what i mean about her lips moving, but hearing Adrian cross. And so, um, so I don't know if she's actually bought into the whole freedom movement or if she's just saying that because she's around them kind of doing undercover. I don't know. I, I think she's with them. Um, I, not that she can't be swayed. And I, I think Jack's right. I don't think that she's as, dumb as the rest of them to think that everything's you know really you know um what's the word i'm looking for um that they're doing the right thing necessarily all the time or that they're you know um holier than thou or something they're you know you know mm-hmm. yeah. releasing all this stuff to expose the evil in the world i don't know that she believes all of that um but i'm curious to see if we're going to get more of the backstory of chloe and what happened to her um, between season eight and now, because I kind of th- it kind of seems to me like Chloe's um, lost everything, um, and because of that, I, it, it's like Adrian Cross came in, and, and we know that he's kind of this you know um, charismatic leader. They've said so. I wonder if he kind of came in and and was you know the only person that cared about her basically. Because while she's still friends with Jack, I think, and she still has a loyalty to him, you know, Jack was the only person that really was able to stand by her and he was gone i mean he just dropped off the grid yeah it kind of reminds me of um tony um after he was quote-unquote killed and then Mm -hmm. i forget his name the guy that kind of took him under wing and went his yes his friend right same thing yeah you know it's interesting i never would have if somebody would said if they were to make another character a lot like tony almeida's character who would it be i would not have picked chloe yeah but chloe really has She's taking. She's kind of got a lot of similarities between Tony and Chloe. I mm-hmm. mean, um, and, and I think you're right. I think that um, Adrian Cross did do the same thing that um, what's his bucket did to um, Tony. And it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because if you remember with Tony, um, while he was able to do the right thing and did, um, in fact, shoot him when he needed to, um, he was very torn about it and he was very conflicted Mm -hmm. and you wonder if there's going to be that sort of decision point that chloe has to make between um jack and adrian cross and it's interesting because when they were talking to each other 
I looked at Adrian and I said, wow, the, you know, this is the, I mean, the, really, this is kind of the, the rival of Jack. Yeah. And I don't know why I thought that because I knew there's Margot and I knew um, there's more going on than Adrian Cross and he's really not the bad guy. Um, but for whatever reason, they just seem to be polar opposites. And maybe it's because they hold kind of that same position in Chloe's mind. Um, they're both, um, you know, that person for Chloe and, and, you know, they're just on opposite sides of things. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So kind of like the, uh, on the cartoons where they have a devil on one side and an angel on the other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, a couple days ago was May 4th. Um, so it's kind of like the whole Darth Vader and, uh, Luke Skywalker and, uh, what's his name? Obi-Wan Kenobi thing. Oh, okay. You know, that, that kind of, there you go. Dynamic, I suppose <laughs> you could say. Um, so, so are you saying that Jack's like Darth Vader? No, no. <laughs> He's I like Obi Wan Kenobi. I understand. Remember, he I had know. the hood on yes. his head. Yes, he had the hood on his head at the beginning and everything. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what about uh, what about um, Navarro? Is that his name? That was his name, right? The station chief. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm also I'm also sure about him. Um, I've heard some people say that he might be dirty, but I don't know. I don't think so. I um, think he's straight-laced. I think he's a good guy. Yeah, so that, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but then again, I mean, 24, you never know. But, um, but I mean, it seemed like like at first he was um, trying to be buddy-buddy with Jack. Yeah. Um, like, hey, I, I, I want to help you out here. I don't want to... Um, I don't want to hand you over and all this kind of stuff. All you got to do is talk to me. That I mean, I, I'm going to be your best bet. And, and so, I mean, I mean, definitely not like a normal interrogation. And so um, I, I thought that was a little well, unique. Well, you know, you know, and I think part of that is the fact that I, I, everybody knows who Jack Power is. You know, I mean, he was on TV. He was interrogated before a Senate committee. Um, you know, what's his bucket? What's the what's the um, the other agent's name that's taking over for Kate? Oh, why can't I think of it? Um, Eric Renner. You know talk about. Is that, Eric is that who it is, yeah. Eric? Um, you know, he made the comment, too. I know who you are. You know, you were a great agent or you or back in the day or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think Navarro, I think he strikes me as kind of a kind of a Bill Buchanan type character in the fact that he's not going to try to manipulate Jack. He knows better. Um, I, I think he walked in there knowing I'm not going to get anything out of him, but I'm going to try. You know, I'm going to basically say, look. You've been here. You know what I'm doing. Give us yeah. some information. <laughs> he can choose to or not, but he did play the Kim card. He did play the Kim card. That was a little bit manipulative, um, but really, that's as far as he went. Yeah, I, I think he was. I think he was willing to throw out some teasers to see if Jack bid on anything, um, but I, I don't think he was naive enough to think that he was going to get something from him. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's been around the block too many times, and and quite frankly, since he's the head of this manhunt for Jack probably knows jack better than anybody um that's there maybe kate yeah kate I, seems I, like she knows quite a bit yeah it seems like kate really knew and understood jack right and so um, i was impressed she picked up on his plan pretty quickly yeah so i mean i mean apparently she's been um from what it looks like she's been involved in the hunt for four years so yes. she was probably eating and sleeping jack bauer right div- diving into all of his history and all have that it, kind of stuff it. and haven't women everywhere? No, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves Jack. Um, no, I think you're right. Um, yeah, and so and so, I mean, as, as soon as she started reviewing over the stuff, she's like, "Yeah, I mean, he could have just went to the roof." 
And that would have been the smart thing. He he wanted to get caught. So, so she. Caught I love that Navarro's. Report. I loved. I love Navarro's response. He's like, "Well, maybe he didn't scout it out." She's like, "He was off the grid for four years. If he wanted to get caught, it's because he wanted to. Or yes. if he got caught, it's because <laughs> he wanted to." She's just like, "Really? You really think that you can completely hide from every government in the world for four <laughs> years, and then all of a sudden you forget there's a roof access?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, I thought the same thing too. Like. This crossed my mind when they're, um, you know, when they're they threw that little um, radio controlled thing in there and they were looking for him. They're like, oh, we got eyes on him. I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is too easy. There's no way. I mean, I know you've been chasing him for four years, but there's no way you catch Jack sleeping on a couch. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I I've I've watched too many people try. And so from right at the beginning and then I kind of I forgot for a while. I didn't pay attention because, you know, you're in the middle of the chase and whatnot. Um, but. You know, for right at that moment, I was like, yeah, something's fishy here. But I, I didn't think at that point that he had um, planned it. I, I didn't think that until he got there and then they showed Chloe. And then I'm like, uh-huh, now I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But up until that point, I I just feared, you know, he got caught. I knew he'd get out. Um, but I'm like, geez, we're like 10 minutes into this and Jack Bauer's already caught. What are we going to do now? And yeah. I was like, ah, it's Jack. He'll figure it out. <laughs> So what do you think about Chris Tanner? Chris Tanner. Uh, the drone see. operator. Yes. He um I um I don't know. I I like him. I, I think he's unfortunately the one that gets set up. I, I think he's probably gonna end up being a part of it. I think he's going to uh be a part of the story. I don't know how, but he just strikes me as a character that's um you know, Jack and him are gonna have a heart to heart at some point, I think. Um yeah, I think Jack's going to be saying, yes, you know, here's, um, you know, what do you know? You know, what happened? These types of things. Because you saw Jack look at the drone footage when he was there with Adrian Cross and uh, his whole, you know, cadre or whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. And I think Jack realizes that there's something going on there, obviously, um, because he was chasing Yates and Yates had that controller. Um, and I think he's going to trace it back and he's going to have to not interrogate, I don't think, but I think he's going to ask some pointed questions about what he knows. And I think that guy at the same time is going to start looking back through things and trying to figure out what happened. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's just going to sit there and say, I'm framed. I think he's going to try to figure out what's going on. Yeah, I think so too. And so I don't know how much he's going to play out. I, I, I could see maybe a couple episodes. I don't know if he would go the, the rest of this, uh, of the season. I mean, he could, but I, I think he's probably going to be more, he's going to be kind of a, a key role for the next three or four yeah, I think so too. And so that's kind of what I'm thinking. But um but yeah. It was interesting though. I I you felt bad for the guy. You know, I mean it's typical typical spy stuff where he's like just check my card, you know, check my card. You'll see what I did. And they're like, "Yeah, we did. It showed that you did it." Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, "Oh, man. <laughs> Dang it. Should have saw that one coming." I think it was that point that he's like, "I have been set up. This is not good." Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. And so I, I, I think Jack's favorite? gonna find a way. Oh, go ahead. I agree. He will find a way. He always does. Mm-hmm. But um, I think uh, I was gonna ask, who is your favorite new character? Hmm. That's. It's kind of hard. Um, it is, isn't it? We haven't seen a lot of any of them, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the list. I mean, the list right now is very short um, compared to, I mean, of course, we're before we're looking at 24 episodes of, 
characters. Um, now we're just looking at two. Um, yes. But, um, hmm. Well, and favorite could mean several different things, too. I mean, it could be the one you like the most. It could mean the one that you're most intrigued by. Yeah. Um, do you want me to share mine? Well, I was kind of thinking um, Eric Ritter. I mean, we hadn't seen okay. too much of him yet. Okay. But I kind of like his... Uh, Kind of like a spunk, yeah. Know, I guess you could say, and so and so he's he's wanting to come in and he's poised to take Kate's place, and then all of a sudden she's back in, and um, and so I mean he's playing along for for now. Um, so I, I'm kind of in. So, so this is more of an intrigue than than I, I really like him, but I, I'm I'm intrigued as far as how he's gonna how he's gonna go, and so I can see him going either direction, um, because I mean there was uh. Uh, I wonder if he's going to turn out like um, Curtis, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, in, in season five, was it season five or six? Can't remember now. Six. I don't know. Go back and check in. Um, when <laughs> when Jack had to shoot Curtis, um, Curtis yeah. was going along. He was following orders for a while, but then finally he says, "I can't do this. I gotta, I gotta do something about it." So I, I, I I'm not sure yet if he's just following orders for now and and playing nice with Kate, or if He's gonna snap and and say, "Hey, you get out of my way, woman." <laughs> I don't right. Know. I uh, I think my favorite character and, and my favorite is more of a um, I, I'm intrigued and I'm interested to watch him. But I would have to say, and this is interesting because I wa- I didn't know if I'd be a fan of him, but Mark Baudreau is probably my favorite right now. Hmm. Just because I'm interested to see how his character plays out, how it interacts with Jack, how it interacts with Heller. Um, it's going to be I, I think I'm curious to see what kind of chief of staff he's going to become because you have, you know, typically in 24, you have one of two types of chief of staffs. <laughs> you have mm-hmm. the really good ones and the really bad ones. Um, and then you have the ones that become or start bad and then become good. So um, and it'll that be start good and turn bad. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so I, I think he intrigues me. I'm, I'm intrigued by um, how his character is going to turn out. Yeah. I um, can take that. We have another comment. Let's see. I asked on Twitter what your favorite Jack Bauer line was. Uh, Nima, and his Twitter handle is at Nima N I Fest N I M A N I F E S T. He said, "I don't have any friends." Was his favorite, and um, I like that one too. That was good. Mm-hmm. Another uh, twenty-four LED uh, comment I saw that was funny here. Um, Poeta or poet a chica, poeta chica, something like that. Um, said, I told you Jack is dangerous. Straight up ejected that USB from the hard drive without proper shutdown, like a gangsta. And I thought that was funny. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yeah, I don't Great think Jack's point. gonna sit there and wait to click on the button to say eject. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's like I thought about that too. It's like, oh, you didn't eject properly. Uh. <laughs> You're supposed to click that little icon. <laughs> oh well that's why it's that's probably why it's self-destructed yes or erased that's true if jack would have just ejected it properly we might have ended it already and jack would have saved the world in three See, hours instead of 12 yeah he should have called chloe first and said hey right. hey there's this uh computer here i'm in a hurry what do i need to do to take this thumb drive out how do i, how do I eject this properly <laughs> is it safe to eject this this uh media <laughs> oh that's funny Oh, so, um, yeah, I liked um, I, I liked when he um, got in there um, 
he got into the apartment and he's confronting the the guys and he's got the one as as hostage and he's looking around at him and the the big bad guy um is standing there and say hey just kind of like stand down or whatever and and Jack's, Jack's like, hey, you you might think you have the upper hand, but <laughs> or, or you might think that, that I'm at a disadvantage, but I'm not. Yeah, I've I seen that quoted that. a lot. I've seen that quoted a lot on Twitter. That was good. And then he called him on it. Yeah. And it's like, you're an idiot. You apparently yeah. have no idea who Jack Bauer is. He's like, yeah, okay, here we go. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, you're down. Of I course, the then the guy came back and shot him. But That's true. Yes, he did. Um, that was a cheap No, there was – I, I got to say, and I remember seeing that they'd said something like in – the first two episodes, there was like 16 explosions and huh. it was nonstop. I mean, it was, there was a lot. It was like chasing after chasing after chasing. I'm trying to think of the only calm parts were, um, well, you had Heller in the, the limo that was a little bit calm, but other than that, I mean, it was pretty intense, mm-hmm. you know, even, even the parts where Heller was there and it was, you know, a little more mellow, I guess it was still intense. You still had conversations happening or drones exploding or, or shooting things, or you know, whatever else. Yeah. So, did we get a? I don't think we got a damn it, Chloe. Did we? We did get. We got a damn it, but we didn't get. Well, a damn well, it, he, well, he was talking to Chloe, and then he said it, but he didn't say it like normal, and so it's not like he was yelling at her. Did he say damn it, Chloe? No. Just damn it. We got damn it. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, I I saw I, I was on. 24 on Fox, I think, on Instagram maybe, that had posted something like, well, we hear it tonight or something like that. So apparently we're not the only ones that are wondering when we're yeah. going to hear that. So, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 kinda cool. I was wrong. I was thinking it was going to be like 10 minutes in. but You know, though, Chloe may have lost a step a little bit because she was using phones that ended up being tracked pretty quickly. Well, so... well that's because those are the phones that Jack grabbed from FBI. Oh, did he grab him? I missed that part. Okay. Yeah, when no, he was he? when he was okay. breaking him out and stuff, he he grabbed the phone. Oh, gotcha. Well, that makes sense. Well, at least I think so. Either because, way, because that's how they nice. that's how the FBI was was able to get it because hey, we had we have two phones missing, right? And so they yep. were able to track it because because of that. Well, but, no, I think that no, because they no, because uh, I might be wrong. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to attack you, but okay, um, didn't didn't Kate? run the sim card from chloe's phone that she already had and then she called her contact with uh london police or whatever and he tracked the rest of the phones in that shipment and they had been stolen or something so i think those are ones that maybe adrian cross's group had stolen because chloe already had that phone and they they connected it with the other phones in that shipment and that's how they found those other two because hmm. it looked like chloe took it out of out of the package but i don't know well i wonder if she had them there maybe yeah. she did take I'm them out sure. of the package We'll have to go back and look at that. Oh, okay. Same replay. I'll be watching it again tonight, probably. Anyways, <laughs> okay. uh, let's see what else. What else happened that that we haven't talked about? This is a lot easier. I can tell you that. Yes. We uh for those of for those who um, are new to the show, as I'm sure there will be several, we typically have been taking three to four podcast episodes about this length, about an hour, and reviewing all 24 episodes of 24 for a season. So reviewing two episodes is a lot easier than reviewing the typical eight that we would usually do. Yes. <laughs> and actually when we first started, we were doing 12 episodes. We were doing it all oh, in two. And so we had a different format. And so, yeah, that was insane back then. But, uh, but yeah, I think we'll go ahead and start to wrap it up. And as we do, yeah. um, I think we'll kind of 
put a spoilers alert because I know there's some people that don't want many spoilers. Um, yes, but I there was, was a guy. There was a guy on Twitter that I just talked with, and he said, "Don't give me any spoilers. I'm watching it tonight." <laughs> I said, "Okay, I won't put any on Twitter." I said, "But have the 24 podcast queued up when you finish." Yes, because by tonight <laughs> it'll be up, and and he'll be able to be able to do it. Um, because there's a couple things I saw that kind of sparked my interest a little bit and so i was looking on the um it's uh 24.wikia.com okay i think it is um but anyway they, they got a lot of resources um there and for 24 live another day they have some descriptions for the first five episodes up there oh um just just real quick short descriptions um, and so this is why I'm saying there's spoilers because I'm going to share a little bit okay. for the third episode. Um, it yeah. says about Margot. It says that she, um, Margot proves that she's willing to sacrifice anything for revenge. Nice. So a thought of a thought of mine is that she's going to sacrifice her daughter somehow. Hmm. So either killing her herself well, or the daughter gets captured and she lets her get killed i think there was something i think i watched um 24 did like a behind the scenes thing and i think that's where i got this but there was something about them having like a strained relationship um or like a codependent relationship type of thing margo and her daughter so almost like she's always trying to prove herself to her mom and i can see that i can see that being the case okay um, from the little bit we've seen so that could be part of it too Hmm. Um, as we're finishing up, can I just, I need to quote this guy on Twitter because he's upsetting me. Okay. <laughs> Murph at Murphy verse. He, uh, he says, and I, he, uh, I don't know what this is in response to because it's not, there's not a reply, but he says, but 24 has never been a plausible show. There's no wear and tear for being stressed for being up for 24 hours straight. Now let me tell you something, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jack Bauer. We're talking about, <laughs> no, I just, it, and, I'm not mad at him or anything. It's it's a valid point. I mean, I've thought about that several times. I saw somebody post the other day that only most people would be out for months of therapy after being tortured by the Chinese for 18 months. It took Jack Bauer 20 minutes, a shave, and a shower. So we're not dealing with regular people, Josh. This is Jack Bauer we're talking about. Plus, we are also talking about television and not reality. That's true as well. (laughs) And so... And so, yeah, I mean, there, there's a, I mean, if you really want to nitpick, there's a lot of things in 24 that aren't plausible. I mean, getting from one side of L.A. to the other in 10 minutes is not real plausible. Maybe that's um, why they switched so, to the 12-hour format. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I mean, some of that kind of, I mean, I got to take, it's a TV show. <laughs> and so, so you got to take it, take that with a grain of salt sometimes. Absolutely. So, um, the other thing I wanted to put out um, and this is just me totally reading into it. Um, for okay. episode five, it says an unlikely duo joins forces to forestall an impending attack. Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> and so bring back Tony, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you're holding out. Joel will be holding out too. And so, um, and, and actually, um, I, I don't know if you saw this yet or not, Mark, but, um, Carlos Bernard has followed at the 24 podcast. Really? And actually, I went back and noticed that he has followed several of the 24, um, hmm. um, like 24 spoilers and so all those different things. Time, is this the time that we tweet him back and say, 
when Tony Almeida ends up on the show, can we get the first interview? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's interesting. So, that's cool. We're we're honored, Mr. And Almeida. Then, um, I mean, Bernard. And, and, and kind of along the same lines there, um, he tweeted out, someone asked him something, I think, and then he tweeted out and says, I, I can't make any comments on 24 LAD. So. Well, there's that. So anyway. I, I still maintain that it would be totally within Derry, David Fury's wheelhouse to bring him on and it kill just, him 10 minutes later. <laughs> or just have a walk in the background like you mentioned and last then, week. And that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like, wait, was that Tony Almeida? And then you just never see him again. <laughs> but, but I am still holding, awesome. I am still holding my ground at like 70, 80 percent that he's okay. coming back. Well, and so I, I said I that last I, week and I have yeah. held my ground the entire time. Of course, at the we first started talking about it seven, eight months ago. I was I was at like 95 percent. So I've come down a little bit. I'm still holding out, though. Well, I hope <laughs> that I have to eat my words when I said 12 percent. I, I really do, Josh. And I, I will. Agree. I will gladly, <laughs> gladly do so. Um, but no, that is interesting, and um, we're honored, Mr. Bernard, that you would follow us. Thank you very much. I hope you're listening to the podcast as well. You'll go back and find eight months of homage to, to you. And so, <laughs> kind of a um, a an additional plug here outside of twenty four directly. Um, Carlos Bernard has started a blog um, as well. Oh, I heard that. And so um trying to look it up real quick. Um, but we'll have notes in the show notes as well for it. How many comments do you think he gets? I don't know. Yeah. Um, a ton. But yeah, so Please it's it's CarlosBernardsBlog.com. Very cool. And so there his is very some... first one was about him stealing a dog from a cafe. Or from yeah, huh. Starbucks. Really? And right now it says there's 14 comments hmm. on it. Stealing it's a dog so... from a cafe. That's a very Tony Almeida move. I don't know. I'm just joking. So uh, I, no, there is. And some, I'm one of the comments too. So there is some there. interesting things going. You know, it's one of those something's not right. You know, Kate Morgan said that, said that. You know, something's not right here and we need to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say the same thing with the whole Tony Almeida, Carlos Bernard thing here. Something's not right, Josh, and we need to figure out what it is. Yes. He starts a blog right before. He's saying no comment all of a sudden. He follows us, which that's not crazy. I mean, we are the original 24 podcast for LED. Um, so I'm not surprised by that. But the rest of it is really concerning to me or exciting. One of the two. Yes. You choose. Um, but no, we, uh, again, I think as we're ending, Josh, I just want to say thanks because I think we're going to have a lot of new listeners when this comes out today. I think so. So I want to say thank you to all of you who have joined us. And um, please tweet us um, at the 24 podcast and at scrop2, S-K-R-O-P-P-2. And let us know what you thought. Let us know uh, what you want to talk about next week. And we will certainly be back here again next Tuesday, correct? Yes. Um, to review That's next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and also the 24podcast.com is yes. the, uh, the web home of the podcast. And, we, and on Facebook. Yes, and we definitely love for you to take a quick moment if you enjoyed this, which if you're listening this far, I would assume that you do. Um, we would definitely appreciate if you can go to iTunes. Um, yes. And so the 24podcast.com slash iTunes will take you right there um, and leave us a rating and a review. We would greatly appreciate it. It will help other people to be able to find this as well. 
and so and of course you can share this on facebook and twitter and all that kind of stuff as well let other people know that we exist if they have yes. not found out and so we would greatly appreciate that and so definitely looking forward to being able to hear back from you um and again if you have any comments any additions or anything like that we would love to be able to hear that and be able to share what we can on the podcast um it would be kind of yes. cool mark is if we just got so much that we'd have to bring a second episode just to be able to share all the mail oh i i'd be up for it i'd be up for doing something on a friday or something and chatting about her again It'd be fun yeah if we have to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a man's got to do what a man's got to do if jack bauer can save the world i can sacrifice and do another episode there we go we could turn the a 12 episode thing into 24 <laughs> that's true. that's right we'll just swap <laughs> they do less we'll do more what the there heck? you go <laughs> well it's been so, fun Looking yes so we'll, we'll see you guys soon <laughs>